welcome to Let's Be Perfectly Queer. A queer podcast making space for all things queer. My name's Archie. And I'm Katie. And welcome to our second small talk. Yay! Questions of how you identify, seeking answers to clarify. Whether you're queen or somewhere in between, let's be perfectly queer. Alright, so this one shouldn't be a very long one. (laughs) <laughs> but you never know with us two, we like to talk a bit. And that's why we started a podcast. Yeah. I mean, it, not, not really. really. No, that's not why we started a podcast. So talking about, I, I'm I'm going to find this interesting, this mm-hmm. one. I say I'm going to find this interesting. I find it every week is interesting, like what we talk about. It's been a weird time for you through your transition of mm. how people have actually addressed you and interacted with you. I guess, yeah. what's the way of describing it? I guess it's just the way that people treat me. Yes. The way that people treat me before transitioning compared to now is completely different. Before when my gender still was feminine, I go to bars, was never served first, Things shouted to me towards the street no one ever moved out of my way I felt very little and I felt less then yeah and especially being a lesbian you know people would just swing at me on the streets and I'd get attacked for no reason and always by men and I always felt less of a human I personally think anybody who identifies as a woman there is always going to be that factor where you don't always feel 100% safe. There's always the thing in the back of your mind to be aware of. Make sure that you don't put yourself in a situation that might make you unsafe. There's all those general yeah. things that women get told when they're... You're not as strong and you are you have to be mm. careful. And, and it's the stuff that society put on you. And yeah, just the way that I was treated before was pretty average. And even in my previous job as a retail worker, we had one amazing area manager and he was he was kind of, he wasn't super masculine and he was incredible. Then we had another one, which is funny enough, he was queer. He treated me like absolute crap. Like I'd been in the company for years and everything that I said, he dis- it disagreed with, even though I had all the knowledge and I'd been in his role before and I was trying to help him. And he did ask for my help. And then when I was not siding with him and what he wanted to do, he just didn't want a bar of me. And then he just made it hell. Do you think it would be different if you were to go back into that situation now? And be masculine and be yeah. 100%. The fact that you pass as a male and yeah. your gender mark as a male and all that kind of stuff. and Yeah, 100%. I mean, to be honest, you do have a presence about you when people are more masculine. Yeah, like, it's, I guess it's, you know, people believe you more because yeah. you're, you're, you're a man. You're assertive. Yeah, you're assertive and you're making your point across. And, and, you know, where before being feminine and having people feel like you're an easy target. You know what I mean? You're not going to get angry and you're not going to back yourself or all that kind of stuff. Male privilege is quite an interesting thing because people just respect my opinion more. It could be also come with age. People ask me more now that I've transitioned and they kind of want my opinion more. It, simple things like going to a bar, I was never served first. Men would push in in front of me and they'd just laugh about it and not care at all. And there were some bars that I was not served at at all. But then it went from that to being one of the first people served. If I'm at a bar and there are women next to me, who do the bartender come up to when I'm not the first one at the bar? I'm like, no, no, she was here first. When when the bartenders see a masculine person in the bar, they're like, oh, they must have been there first when I was definitely not there first. Mm. Even things like going to the shops, I found it really interesting. So when I used to go to the shops and whatnot, you know, nobody really ever come up to me. I'd just I'd shop around. And after I'd started passing, younger teenage boys would just come up and say hello and have a chat. Oh, really? Yeah. They're like, oh, how are you going? 
And I'm like, <laughs> what do you want? <laughs> is this what happens regularly? The way that people talk to me is different. Yeah. Going to banks, going to doctors, they treat my symptoms like they're not all in my head, yeah. which I find really interesting. Because if, if I went before and I went to a male doctor and I said, I'm, I'm feeling this and I've got these symptoms and that kind of stuff, they're like, oh, no, you just talk really fast or you don't have that. No, that's not it. When I go in now, they're like, oh, talk me through. The, it could be this. Let's, go, let's do some tests. And I was never before said, let's do tests. Now it's like, oh, let's run some tests. It's more like go home, relax, take some Panadol. Yeah, you're but when now that I'm hysterical. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's the it's it's the hysteria. You yeah. you don't have that. Or like being hypersensitive. I've found it generally that men find it easier to identify with other men than identifying with women. Uh, last year I sold my house and had to deal with a lot of tradies and during all of that experience and I'm very well like conversed in the the world of tradies just because of um, my familial background and stuff and I know how all this works and I'm, I'm very much like if you were to define me as a person who could fix things I can fix everything yeah. like I'm great I fixed my toilets before I've like kind of fixed retic I've dealt with a lot of tradies in the past when it's been like air conditioning bore water painters all this other kind of stuff and I remember having to hire other tradies to assist me with what I was doing and whenever and because like I was dealing with an empty house at the time so I would always bring you along just because yeah, safety. safety aspect again 100%. again something you have to deal with as a yeah. female but like I would always bring you along but they would always refer to you yeah even though I'm the one who had contacted them I'm the one who'd had all the communication they knew that I was the one that was paying but when it came to the conversations they would always talk to you yeah and I was like what do you look at me for mate it's not my house I literally say I don't know she's yeah. the one who's doing it like just because I'm the man in the house not mm. of the house being you know, in the house why why would I know I was like I have I I have no idea what she wants. Why are you addressing it to me? And were they hired? Hell no. Yeah, like, definitely not. Walking down the street, people move out of your way, especially women. And now, even if I walk down the street and young teenage boys will move out of the way. Before, mm. no, nah, older men will move out of the way. Yeah, I've noticed that when we've been out. Uh, and you always used to be like, oh, do you want to go first? Now I'll always send you first because people will always move out of the way for you, whereas they won't move out of the way for me. Yeah. Even though, granted, I'm a lovely person generally. I can have the bitchiest face sometimes. <laughs> even then... People still won't move out of the way for me because mm. it's that whole thing of you move for a man. It's it's Which so ingrained. It's so deeply ingrained. Right? And yeah. Why? And it's really interesting because I've lived both lives, right? Yeah. And seeing how differently I was treated before. Yeah, it's been like being treated lesser of a human just because of the sex that you were born. Do you think you get more opportunities? 100%. It's, just, it's crazy. And I'd, I'd like to talk about this more. But, but there's a limitation there's to a what limitation. we can talk about. Yeah, totally. Yeah. It's interesting in all those factors, isn't it? Because it kind of comes under every single facet of your life. You've talked about how health professionals understand yes. you more. You talked about like just how interactions. And to understand this also is that your personality hasn't really changed in this, like no. at all. Granted, there are some facets that make you a little bit different with being on testosterone, but yeah. your personality is a basis. So the way that you interact with people has not exactly. changed. No, It's people's perception of you have you had friends that have changed their um their view on you and only how friends who i haven't seen you? in a very very long time so if yeah. there's someone who i haven't seen in years the way that they interact with me is very different especially when they're female yeah which is interesting because they probably don't even realize and it's not as natural sometimes mm. and it's a little bit more 
they're a bit more timid and it's quite interesting. So this, this is only I'm saying like you people haven't caught up with ages and I see them out and about in public and they're more timid. They're not the Then you same. would expect, I guess. Yeah. And, and also because they've never seen me like that before. So there's other, other bits to it as well. Yeah. But, and even it's funny when I have people in my life point out that they see how differently I'm treated as a man. Yeah. So people who've been there before and saying, wow, they treat you differently now, don't they? And I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it, it's quite interesting when others notice how differently I'm treated by other people. Oh, even last night where the guy got angry at the bar. Yeah. So the guy got angry at the bar because he thought I pushed him, but we were there before him. Had that happened previously. So then he afterwards he joked and he rubbed me on the shoulder. and was like, yeah, we're all good, mate. Had that happened before, I would never get that rub on the shoulder. And I would think it would just be passive aggressive and where he was like, oh, all of a sudden we're bros. Yeah. And it's all in the, the, the blokes club. And I was yeah. like. No, mate, you're yeah. in the wrong. You don't have to start yelling at someone because you didn't realize there's a line and you're cutting in front of everybody else. It, it was an older demographic as well mm. last night. I was thinking about that because I'm like, if it had been me, I'm sure he would have turned around and been like, oh, honey. I'm yeah. sure he would have been, been condescending. like, sweetheart, yeah. you're okay. Like he was being he was, a complete douchebag. Yeah, he was really rude. And yeah. then when he realized I wasn't backing down and that yeah. I was a guy, he was not having it. I hate it when it's that masculine. I'm, I'm really trying hard not to say alpha male because I hate yeah. that terminology. <laughs> Like I really do, but it's it's yeah. sometimes it's like this dick swinging competition to be like, yeah. oh, who's the most masculine here? Which where it doesn't matter. I found that some people's interaction with you is really funny because sometimes when you've got people who don't realize that you're trans, um, people have realized before it does become this like, oh, that person has to become hyper masculine to be like, oh well, like you're taking my masculinity yeah. into question. I have to amp up my masculinity. I've definitely noticed yeah. that. So once I get a bit more comfortable with someone in a social setting, and I, mm. you know, I'm probably never going to see them again, and I say, oh, by the way, I'm trans, or it comes up in conversation. It's almost like they turn up the masculinity volume yeah, and they just have to put it on extra. It's like, mate, me being trans is not attacking your masculinity at all. Yeah. Why are you acting like this? It's so funny. It's almost as if in their brains what happens is like, ugh, and this is going to sound so bad. (laughs) Stereotyping. This is is such a stereotyping. But it's like, ugh, how is this person who is like a woman being more masculine than me as a man? Like it just, it's like you've blown this person's mind where they're just like, oh, I don't know how I can deal with this. Don't you love my bros? Yeah, I love it. Even some family members treat me differently who are men. The friends that we have, I've grown up with, like, or grown up, like gone through the journey with, they just treat me like me. But I'm really interested if there's any other trans guys out there or even trans women, since you've transitioned from a male, feel like you've lost that male privilege. Because I think that'd be a really interesting topic. And as well, is there any other trans guys or trans men out there who can agree or do you disagree? Have you not felt that? What have um, your been experience been? Yeah, I'd, I'd really like to know because this is my personal experience with male privilege but yeah i'd really like to know trans men trans women or anybody else who has an opinion do you believe there is such a thing as male privilege oh gosh that could be a big, <laughs> oh, could be a big episode. listening but, into that will be a bit hard for me yeah but i'd, I'd be interested because yeah. you know and there's going to be people who say no yeah yeah and, and we've met people like that before. 100%. And- even though I've, I've been privy and I've, I've lived it. Yeah. You know, uh, that might just be my experience. I, I doubt it, but that just might be my experience. If you do have a story like that, write in. Let's be perfectly queer pod at gmail.com. We're also on the socials. Send us a DM. Send us a voice note. We'd love to share stories. Rate, review, and subscribe. This has been episode two of Small Talk. And yeah, so thanks for listening, guys. And I hope that we have been perfectly queer. <laughs>